Thank you for joining me. I'm going to be really quick today, um, but I haven't been here in a while. And I know that we think about that phrase, absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I think about that often. I was, um, my husband was in the Navy for 23 years and he was away a lot. And it 
brought us closer together sometimes when we were apart. But absence can also um, create distance. And when we look at scripture, we start finding that even though sometimes we look back on the good old days and think, oh, it was so much simpler, things were better. God also has a message for us about the past. In Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19, he says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So here he's telling us that dwelling on the past can get us stuck where we are. And I know it's easy to get stuck into thinking about the things that we did, having regrets, being sad about things in the past. Um, but I also had thoughts about this because I've got some new little chicks. They're two weeks old now. I think one of them's three weeks old, but five of them are two weeks old. And I had to change out their brooder because it was a little bit dirty. And I have a funny story to tell about that. But um, that word brooder, you, we keep our chicks in a brooder. You know, brooding, being broody is about thinking deeply about something that makes one unhappy. And I thought, that's kind of a strange thing because the chicks make me really happy to listen to them, to take care of them. So why do they call it a brooder? Well, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we also hear God talking to us telling us that therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old has gone and the new has come you know we um, tend to think about our mistakes and our sin and how if only we had if only we hadn't um, but because of Christ, that old is gone. And we don't have to worry about that being old. We are new in Christ, so we don't need to turn back to the old. In that pursuit of trying to improve, God gives us his word in Philippians chapter 3, verse 13. And he says, brothers and sisters, of course, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So... It is. It's like we're in a race, but it's not a race where we're going to win a trophy, get recognition. 
it's a better race than that because our goal is knowing that Christ promises eternity and then at the end of that race, which is our life, we will be him with him at the end of the race. So our goal, instead of turning back to the old, we want to look to the future. We want to focus all our energies on winning the race. When we, when we reach that goal, um, we also have to think about being in the right mindset to get there. We have to kind of dust out the cobwebs. Like I said, I was cleaning out the chicken brooder. And the night before, I had come home from um, finding some supplies to refresh the uh, coop and the run that I have outside. And one of those things was a fly catcher that you add water and you hang it up. Well, I had added the water, but I set it on the table by the door as I was interrupted. And I forgot I had set it there. I hadn't opened it up yet, but I forgot I had set it there. And it was near where I set the chicken brooder up in my house. I'm a little bit crazy, but I'm keeping the chicks inside until they're big enough to handle being in the coop. Anyhow, the smell I was smelling was not that I was, wasn't taking care of the brooder, which that's what I thought. Maybe I missed something. Maybe I need to clean something. Well, when I went to clean the brooder, it was just fine, but the smell was there. Like, where did this smell come from? And then I turned and I saw I had left that darn fly catcher sitting there by the door ready to go outside and I grabbed it by its hook and it opened up the top where the flies fly in and oh I got a whiff of that smell I said oh that's what I've been smelling and it's like yeah I had forgotten in the past that I had set it up so I set out to the future and I grabbed it and took it outside and put it where it needs to be near the um, chicken coop outside because I still have one hen. She's all alone right now and I'm looking forward to introducing those new little chicks that will be her future, her future friends since she's alone out there. But um, yeah, the smell went away and everything was fine again and the little chickies have their water and their food and fresh bedding and so all is good. But I had a little anxiety over thinking, oh, did I forget something else? So I'm looking up some things, some videos about chickens, and I think I watched one too many, and I got overwhelmingly tired and sat down after all the hard work of raking and mucking and scrubbing and cleaning and, you know, setting up, filling up water, dragging hoses around, all those kinds of things that you do when you're tending to your animals. And I sat down thinking I would take a quick nap. Well, it wasn't very restful. In my dreams, as I slept there for a few minutes, I dreamt of all those little chicks escaping into my house and having two little cockerels chasing them up and down the hallway in my house, creating some mayhem. And I said, well, that's not the kind of race I want to win. 
right? We don't want to participate in a race that takes us around in circles. A race where something bigger than us is following us. And so I wanted those chickens to stop running through my house. So in my dreams, the first thing that I thought of was Jesus, please help me catch these chickens. And all of a sudden, the chicks ran back into their pen in my dream and the cockerels disappeared. I don't know where they were because they weren't mine. And I woke up. Well, when I woke up, I realized I can't be living in the past. I can't be worrying about things that are out of my control. But what I can do is focus those energies that I have on spiritual exercise to help me grow in faith and character, fighting the good fight and persevering to the end. In 2 Timothy, we're also told in chapter 3, verse 16, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. So here, what's most important is renewing our minds, making sure that our works as well as our thoughts are being focused on God's truths and renewing our minds in him so that we are thinking about reaching that goal. Not thinking about the things that make us unhappy, not being broody, but thinking about all that God offers us and all that he provided here for us in his word so that we might know more about him. The Bible's not a collection of stories, fables, myths, or human ideas about God. It is not a human book. Through the Holy Spirit, God revealed his person and plan to certain believers who wrote down his message for people. This is called inspiration. Writers wrote from their own personal, historical, and cultural context on those whose inspiration was here included here in the Bible. And even though they used their own minds and their talents and language and style, they wrote what God wanted them to write. Scripture is completely trustworthy because God was in control of its writing. Its words are entirely authoritative for our faith and lives. The Bible is God-breathed. If we read it and use its teachings, will guide us in our discernment and our conduct, where our thoughts and actions are. And because the Bible, God's word, is inspired and trustworthy, we need to read it and apply it to our lives. The Bible is our standard for testing everything else that claims to be true, is our safeguard against false teaching and our source of guidance for how we should live. There's our only source of knowledge about how we can be saved. God wants to show you what is true and equip you to live for him. How much time do you spend in God's word? If we read it regularly to discover God's truth, we can become confident 
in our lives and our faith. I'm trying to work on a plan as I encourage you to, but I encourage you to make a plan for reading the whole Bible, not just the familiar passages like some that I read today, but understanding more deeply. And not to brood over it, not to be sad, but to study in hopes for learning more on how to conduct yourself in the future. Well, I hope this message um, reaches somebody. But I'd like to say a quick prayer as I head on to um, work towards my goals. <laughs> if everybody could bow their head. Lord, Heavenly Father, I don't want to miss out on any of the wonderful plans you have for my life. Teach me how to resist dwelling in the past in ways that cause me to get stuck. Show me how to constantly move forward into better things and guard me from self-pity, regret, and unthankfulness. And help me maintain an attitude of gratefulness at all times. Thank you for keeping my eyes of faith open so that I will be able to see the new you have in store for me. Thank you for all your blessings, Lord. Thank you for sending Jesus, your only son, who shed his blood on the cross for us. Thank you for filling us with the Holy Spirit through your word. And thank you, Father, for everything. In your name, amen. Well, I look forward to being here with you more often. I know this was kind of short today, but um, I hope that you got something from the message that I shared. I'm going to leave you today with a song. faithfulness oh god my father there is no shadow of turning with thee thou changest not thy compassions they fail not as thou hast been the forever will be Great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me.
summer and winter, and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above, join with the nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy and love. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning Thank you very much for joining me. Um, the show will be posted shortly. Thank you. God bless you. And I love you very much. <laughs>